Hello, this is Two Worlds, One Me, the podcast in which I, Slavenka Vukovic Brian, talk to interesting people from all over the world who have moved away from the country of their birth to settle and live in another country. Every episode I ask guests about the worlds that make up their lives and we have lots of interesting conversations. I thought I'd maybe go for a year or maybe two and now 10 years later I am still living there. I hope you enjoy listening. On with the show. I'm delighted to introduce you to my new guest today, Trisha Kumar. Trisha is a maths teacher at an international school in Mexico City. She grew up in UK and she was lucky enough to spend a few years of her childhood in India, where her parents originate. After spending over a year traveling around the world, she found a home in Mexico, in Mexico City, and she has been living there for the last decade. She loves music. She's a singer-songwriter. She plays cello and piano. Welcome to my podcast, Trisha. Hello, Slavenka. Lovely to be here. Trisha, tell me about your two worlds. What are your two worlds? Well, at the moment, my two worlds are Mexico and the UK. So I tend to sort of, you know, move from one to the other. So I live and work in Mexico City, a very vibrant place. It's sort of life, full of energy, full of colours, full of noise, texture, you know, all sorts of magic, you could say. And then when I have holidays and when I have spare time, I will come back to the UK and reconnect with the past and ongoing friendships, relationships, family. I think it's interesting how my perspective on the UK has changed over the last 10 years. I get the best side of things because I'm having all the fun and visiting people and you know, doing all the fun things rather than actually having to work. Let's go back a bit into your childhood. You mentioned that you spent several years of your childhood in India. Were you born in India? No, I was born in the UK. But when I was about five years old, we actually Mm -hmm. went to live in India for a few years. It was a really interesting time for me because I had a lot of family there, grandparents, Mm -hmm. cousins, I had a chance to learn the language, to learn more about the culture, try all the food and the festivals and all the fun that we used to have there with all our relatives. So I think it was a really valuable experience for me. And it also made me feel like you don't necessarily have to have one home. You know, you can be at home in many different parts of the world and enjoy the best parts of them. I felt like even as a child, I always had two homes and now maybe I have three. (laughs) Three worlds, three worlds. Yeah. So when you think of India now, what sort of images and feelings do you have? Somewhere that's similar to Mexico, actually. India, yeah, is just full of a lot of colourful memories and flavours and different sounds and lots of different experiences that I had with family or travelling. And yeah, all the different celebrations and festivals and light and, you know, just sunshine, really, everything being so bright and colourful. 
lots of nice memories there. I don't get a chance to go back very often, especially now living so far away. But yeah, from time to time, I'll go back and visit and revel in all the sort of old memories and visit places again. It is very special. At what point did you decide to move to Mexico? I think it was around 2008, but I still used to live in Bath at that time. And I decided to go traveling. So I I've been working as a teacher all through my 20s. I got to this point where I decided that it was time for an adventure a year out, you know, to go and learn something about the world. And I know it's a bit of a stereotype to have a gap year, but I decided that it was my turn to do that. So I did. And then instead of coming back, I ended up accepting a job in Mexico City in an international school. I thought I'd maybe go for a year or maybe two. And now, 10 years later, I am still living there and I'm still working at the same school. I am actually fascinated by the idea of visiting Mexico City. So tell me a little bit about a day in life of Mexico City. What happens there? Oh, it's absolutely crazy. It's full of energy and noise. It depends what you need to do during the day, but you most likely will encounter some traffic. <laughs> so lots of traffic lots of noise on the roads, busy streets quite often. So if you're trying to get to work during rush hour, it can take a long time. However, there are so many amazing places in the city. So if you want to eat something delicious, for example, you don't have to go far. There's lovely street markets and stalls, lots of fancy restaurants. So you can have a bit of everything. Really. So I like that. And then there's so many things to do. So there's lots of different cultural events, shows, theatre, science clubs. There's all sorts of things, similar to London in a way. There's a lot of energy about the place. It has a reputation for being dangerous. It depends where you go. I think there are areas like any big city that are dangerous, but there are plenty of really interesting places where you can walk around. It's really wonderful. Mm-hmm. Did you find settling in in Mexico quite easy? At the beginning, it was more challenging because I think 10 years ago, there were fewer people who spoke English. So at the mm-hmm. beginning, you know, the challenge was to learn Spanish quickly and start to form different circles outside of work. Because mm-hmm. at my work, everybody speaks English and most of my colleagues are from the UK. So mm-hmm. I think the real fun part was actually getting to know people outside of work. And I play music and I wanted to get out and do things in the community. As a result, I learned Spanish much more quickly. I never took classes as such. I just learned on the internet and then went outside and started speaking as much as I could. It worked. I can imagine. You, you're multilingual anyway. Did you say you also speak Hindi? Yeah, I could speak Hindi. And I'd learned languages at school. So I think that helped me a lot in terms of acquiring the skills of grammar and all those things. So mm-hmm. I think it helped as well. So So you now speak fluent Spanish? Yes. That's brilliant. Such a useful language to know as well. Yeah, I find it really helps when I'm traveling. So I actually traveled all through Central America from Costa Rica back to Mexico overland. Mm -hmm. Actually from Panama to Mexico Mm -hmm. overland. And uh, yeah, and it really helped actually being able to speak Spanish because 10 years ago when I was traveling around Latin America, I didn't really know Spanish and I had to guess a lot of things and this time obviously knowing the language helps so much 
So are you perceived there as a foreigner or do people see you as one of them? I think I am perceived as a foreigner because I think I do look a bit different. I think quite often people do know when you are from somewhere else. But I think it's more the accent as well. When you start talking and they can tell, obviously, that you don't have the typical local accent. So, yes, you are perceived in a slightly different way. And I mean, the area where I live, there are a lot of foreign people, so it's a bit more normal. But when you go into some of the other areas in the city, then, yeah, you are a bit more aware, paying a bit more attention to you. So being a foreigner, is that a negative thing there or is that a positive thing? I mean, most of the time it's quite a positive thing. And at the beginning, I thought that, oh, in a few years time, I'm going to blend in and, you know, I'll feel like I'm Mexican. But I realized that actually that's not the case. And I actually don't mind either. So talking about the cultures again, it's like I've always sort of had the two cultures already, you know, the sort of Indian and the British culture. And always sort of felt a little bit torn between them because you know mm-hmm. you want to sort of fit in fully with each of the cultures but you never really feel like you do so what I've felt is a certain freedom being in Mexico where I don't feel like I have to fit in it's not something that has to define me you know it's more like I can be there and enjoy the good things but not actually feel like I really have to fit in so I do enjoy that slight feeling of being a little bit foreign but a bit more on my terms rather than Mm -hmm. trying to fit in to a specific type of culture it's been a steep learning curve because at the beginning I just thought oh yes I'm going to blend in and I really actually believed that that was going to be the case it doesn't matter how well you speak the language or how much time you spend there you are different so rather than worrying about it become a part of it but in in your own way. Just going back to England so you mentioned you felt you had to adjust in England when you were living here what did you mean by that? Well I think it was the moving countries when I was young I think that obviously puts a few challenges in your way you know in terms of which language you're speaking but mm-hmm. obviously making friends then you know settling into school all sorts of things you know it's quite disruptive in a way when you're moving countries and changing lifestyles so yeah I mean you'd feel like you go and visit your family in India but they're all like oh yeah you're from England and you don't know all the cultural references when you come back to England then obviously you're quite different to all the friends in your village you know so because I lived in a very rural place yes yes So how do you define home? Mm, That's an interesting question. Well, somewhere where I think you feel comfortable and Mm -hmm. where I guess the people you care about. So it's about feeling at home. It's less of a physical place. So for me Mm -hmm. now, yes, I feel like I can have more than one home. And I feel like it's getting easier to feel at home in new places as well. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. that's something that you know when I was younger I always used to be terrified of change and moving and things like that but I feel like things are flowing more easily now and I'm not as afraid of changes and being comfortable in a new place. Do you think the fact that you moved in the childhood that it, that sort of equipped you with that skill to adjust better now? Yeah I think so. I think also I was lucky because we travelled a lot when I was a child. So my parents would, you know, put a tent in the back of the car and 
a little gas cooker and a few bricks and we'd be mm. driving around all sorts of places in Europe, you know, back in the 80s. And it was really wow. fun, you know, a lot of adventures. I mean, nobody could speak any of the languages and we were just going around different countries and exploring. You know, that was, I think, a very rewarding experience at a very young age. And mm. Mm. yeah, I don't believe in these sort of families that don't want to take children on holiday. Yeah. Are you the only child? No, I'm the eldest. So I have a younger brother and a youngest as well. Uh, are they in England? Yes, they both live uh-huh. in England. Mm-hmm. Do you miss them? And do you miss your family when you're in Mexico? Yes, I do. I do quite a lot. I mean, the best thing now is that you do have video calls and you can mm-hmm. keep in touch quite easily. But I think in a way, when I do come back, the nice thing is that you do appreciate the people that you do see and you make time for them. So mm-hmm. it's a really nice experience when I do come back. But it's true, it is difficult being so far away. That's one of the really tough parts of living abroad, I think. Did you feel a little bit guilty when you had to move away from your parents so far? Um, not too much, but yeah, there are times. I think, you know, as we're all getting older, maybe... I mean, I've had friends who lived in Mexico who've moved back to Europe or back to the UK for that reason, really, that mm-hmm. they thought that it was time to come back and be closer. So mm-hmm. at the moment, I don't see myself doing that in the near future, but it may be a possibility sort of you know, further down the line. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. How has each culture that you've got, you've got three cultures in your life now, how has each culture influenced you to be the person that you are today? Well, I think the Indian culture has helped to define a lot of my identity in terms of a lot of the thinking and the way I've been brought up and also in terms of music and art and cultural references. British culture, I think, you know, it's my main sort of culture in terms of growing up. I most strongly identify, I think, with being British in that sense. If I'm really cross or really upset or really excited, the language that I use or think in tends to be English. It's interesting that, you know, I always go back to that's the sort of default, if you like. Whereas the other languages, even though I speak them well, you know, I don't feel I have that same level of connection with it, that level of depth. So I think the Mexican culture obviously has come later on and there are aspects of it that I identify with, the sort of vibrant, the colours, the food, you know, it's, and there's sort of a really nice warmth in terms of the way that people interact with each other, which I really like walking down the street and people are more cheerful and happy and say hello things like that so I think they're some of the things that I sort of enjoy now as an adult so I think there's parts of all the cultures and they come back to you so this year for example in the lockdown I've been learning a lot more about Indian culture I've been learning more about yoga meditation the chakras about lots of interesting things Mm. Ayurveda and stuff like that so I've been doing a lot of research into those sorts of areas mm-hmm. you know these sort of things just come back to you I think in cycles I've always been quite interested but it's also finding the time to do the things and many of these things require a particular level of maturity don't they yoga and all the philosophical approach to life that the Indian culture has yeah so I think it's one of those things that I 
theoretically always liked the idea of, but I agree with you, when you reach a certain point in your life, it's a bit easier to sort of grasp some of these ideas and actually commit to them, if you like, and start to understand them in more depth. So I feel like, yeah, it's been a valuable time for me. I've spent much more time playing music. I've yeah, I've been learning a lot of new things as well. Yeah, let's talk about music. Where do you draw your inspiration and what sort of music resonates with you more? Well, things have developed quite a bit in the last few years. So I obviously went traveling for a time and I didn't really play any music or perform or dance for a few years. So I had, you know, a break from it. And at the same time, I think while I was traveling and having a lot of different experiences, I was picking up, you know, a lot of inspiration and ideas from around the world. So I think one of the amazing things about when I did arrive in Mexico was just processing all of the things that I had experienced and happened in the last few years. So one of the first things that I started to do was to paint. You know, I used to paint a lot in my 20s and I started painting and did a lot of painting in the first year or so that I arrived in Mexico. That was one of the things that happened first when I arrived in Mexico 10 years ago. Uh-huh. And then I started to set up instrument, buy some instruments and get ready to play. I started playing and trying out a few ideas. And at the same time, something quite strange happened that I lost my voice completely. I couldn't speak at all. And I'm a teacher, so this was quite difficult oh. for me. And was that I, illness or how did that happen? Um, I think it was the Mexico City pollution. I had a throat infection and my voice was just really struggling and the air was mm. very dry. So I was quite worried about the voice. And I was playing in a band at the time. And one of the musicians in the band said to me, if you can teach me English, I'll give you some vocal lessons to help you heal your voice. So, yeah, so we did a trade and I started to take lessons and my voice came back but I also realized that I liked singing so I not thought about singing ever before I really didn't think I had a nice voice or anything and you know wasn't wasn't interested in singing at all rather profound change came about at this time because not only did I start singing I suddenly started writing songs something happened that year it was about eight years ago and I've now written I think more than 20 songs And it's been a way of telling a lot of the stories of things that happened in my life. It's been a really cathartic process for me in my 30s. Fantastic. Would you mind sharing any of your songs with us? Yes, I'd like to play a short section from one of my songs. It's called So High. I'll play it on the piano. So it's a little bit different to how I would normally perform it. So let's see how it goes. Life's been a crazy ride and time's no longer on my side My story's written on my face in every line and every trace I watch the blackness turn to grey Don't hear if it is night or day I never thought I'd reach this low That there's nowhere left for me to go In a million places 
places at the same time. Wow, thank you very much. Really loved your voice in it. Really very beautiful. It's basically about, I think it's a, it literally reflects what's going on this year because the words say you can't always fly so high, be in a million places at the same time. So it's this idea of normally we're so busy and, you know, there's so many things that we're trying to do, but there comes a moment when you realise that you have to leave a few things behind. Focus on what matters. Exactly, exactly. That's right. Mm. So that's mm. the idea with this song. It's very beautiful. Very beautiful. Thank you very much. Now, let's talk about the future, Tricia. Yes. Where do you see yourself in the future? Oh, that's a very complicated question in a way. I think if you'd asked me that question you know, a year ago, I might have said Mexico. But now I don't really have a fixed plan or idea about the future. I feel like things can change. And I feel anything could happen. I feel like for the next few years, I'd like to be in Mexico. And depending on how things develop in my life, um, maybe I'll stay there. Or maybe there will be time for another adventure and to move to another country. But at the moment, I do feel quite happy there and, you know, I'm really enjoying my life there. What would you advise people who want to move and settle in in another culture? What is important to do? Well, I think one of the most important things is the language because I have colleagues that haven't made much effort to learn the language and I think they really miss out on the day-to-day -day life and a lot of the culture. So, I think communication is key. Even if you can't speak the language that well, I think getting outside and really trying to mix with local people and trying to understand what's going on in the country rather than just going to places like expat places. Have friends from different circles. So not just people you work with, but trying to make friends from different groups of different ages backgrounds I think that's really important as well so learning the language and embracing the culture is extremely important yeah thank you very much Tricia it's been so great speaking to you and understanding how your life is developing and and taking you to different places and how much creativity you have in your life now that is all really wonderful thank you very much for being my guest i really enjoyed listening to your story yeah it was lovely talking to you slavenka thank you for having me this was two worlds one me thank you so much for listening Do let me know if you would like to talk about your worlds and share your story. The email is hello at twoworlds.oneme.cafe. You can also see all the details in the show notes. Come back next time. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And tell your friends. Bye.